Can the church say amen? Can the church say praise the Lord? Can the church say hallelujah? honor him today. We bless his holy name. He has done marvelous things. And we can say we're glad about it. We bless his holy name. We give honor to God today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the one. And everything he's done in our lives, we give him all the glory and the praise. I thank him for just calling me to the ministry of the gospel. Making it possible that one day I might be here to share in ministry with you. We thank God for all of you today. Thank God for Sister Angel leading us in devotion and Brother Eric being here, amen. amen. And Brother David on the, on the musicians and the ushers who are here. And thank God for all of you and your presence today. Good to see Brother Derek Zeno, amen. amen. Praying for you, Brother Derek, and that God will work a miracle in your life. We, we believe God and we're expecting it in Jesus' name. And thank God for all of you. Brother David, welcome again. So glad to have you. You've been a blessing to us already. Just looking for God to do great things continually through you here at Shadydale. And just thank God for your presence. This morning we're we'll continuing our theme, the Christian experience. Look at Isaiah chapter 40. We're reading verses 1 through 5. Again, I'm reading from the New King James Version. When you find it, say amen. amen. Isaiah 40 and verse 1, we read, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem. And cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and our flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. For New Testament passage of Scripture today, we're going to look at the Gospel of St. John, chapter 8. We're going to begin reading at verse 31. John's Gospel, chapter 8. And we're going to begin reading at verse 31. When you find it, say amen. Isaiah 8 and 31, we read, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you abide in me, I'm sorry, if you abide in my word, You are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham descendant and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered him, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free... You shall be free indeed. I know you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God, Abraham did not do this. This morning, I want to share with us briefly from the subject, the Christian experience. The truth makes a difference. The truth makes 
a difference. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless your name today. We're so glad to be in the house of God, to sing and to praise your holy name, to thank you for your glory, Lord, that has been revealed in this place. We honor you and we thank you, Lord. But there is not a friend like Jesus. We bless your holy name. And as the songwriter said, we can look all over and we won't be able to find anybody like you, Lord. So be thou glorified in the midst of your people today and have your way. Bless us all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and have your way. Bless me, your servant, that your word might go forth, that you will be glorified. Your people edified and saved and terrified. Have your way today in the name of Jesus, that the truth might go forth today and accomplish what you sent it out to accomplish. In all things, Lord, we honor you and we bless you. For it's in the saving, satisfying, sanctifying, strong name of Jesus we pray. And all the people said amen, 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 and amen. You may be seated. Our subject today, the Christian experience, the truth makes a difference. As we share from this theme each time, I hope it causes us to think about our lives and what we do each day and how we live and how we treat people, the things we say to one another, the places we go and how we meet one other people, Lord, that they might know that we are Christians. Because the most important word in this text, in this scripture, in this theme is the word Christian. Because it means that we are living Christ-like lives every day of our lives. Not just Sunday morning at 11 a.m. To, to, to walk through the doors and to say I showed up, but to really know Jesus Christ for ourselves. I want us to know Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. Not based on what your grandmama said or your mom and dad or some other person or some pastor, but to know him for yourself. I want us to know Jesus Christ for ourselves and not depend on what other people say or what other people do or what other people have done, but to know him in your heart. Because God has a plan for your life. As we look in Isaiah 40, we realize that this, this passage of scripture gives us a, a picture and a vision of God's plan for the lives of believers. He says in Isaiah 40, verse 1, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended. That her iniquity is pardoned, she is received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. See, God's plan for your life is that your sins be forgiven. You don't have to live every day in sin, worrying about whether or not God likes me or not. But to know that you have been forgiven. See, when you're forgiven, the guilt of sin has been washed away. Because you have faith in Jesus Christ. So you can live free every day. You don't have to worry. You don't have that, that, that ball and chain hanging over your head wondering when you're going to die. Because you've been made free and you know you're going to live forever. I want us to know that today without a shadow of doubt that God's plan is that you be made free from the power of sin. He said the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In this world, I want you to know that no matter where you are in life, you can start living for Jesus Christ. Whether it's early in life, whether you are uh, five, six, or seven, or a teenager, or in high school, or in college, or whether you're old or old and, and, and gray, you can start living for Jesus Christ today. And know the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. It will guard your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. You can start living for him right now. It says, every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. 
The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places move. Yes, there's going to be some mountains in this journey. There will be some valleys, some crooked places where you don't know what to do. Some rough places where it seems like everything is going wrong. But I want you to know that in Christ Jesus, you can make it over the mountains. You can make it through the valleys. You can make it past the crooked places and even through the rough places. Because Jesus' plan is to help you fulfill your purpose in life. You know, I thank God for the mountains in my, the mountains in my life. I thank him for the valleys that I've been through. Let's me know that God will be with you no matter what's going on. There'll be friends that will leave you. They will turn their backs on you. Sometimes you can get up in the morning and everything goes wrong. But Jesus is always by your side. You can call on him in the midnight hour. He'll hear you cry. He promised to never leave you alone. Just hold on to his unchanging hand. And it says, after all those things, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And our flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. See, when you go through trials and tribulations, and you still stand firm on God's word, that's where the glory of the Lord will be revealed. See, when Brother Z walked in this morning, that was the glory of the Lord being revealed. To show that he will be with us. Even in our darkest times, even when we don't know how we're going to make it through the day, we can still depend on God. And even when he hasn't brought us through yet, we can hold on to his unchanging hand by faith. Because we're walking by faith, not by sight. If you knew what tomorrow would bring, you would begin to prepare for it. But we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So we're going to keep on marching by faith. Believing that God will see us through. That's God's plan, and his glory will be revealed. Let's look at our New Testament passage in the scripture today in the Gospel of St. John. John's Gospel was written that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. As I read it again, it helps me to realize that, that God sent his Son for a purpose. That he was, yes, born of a woman, but he was God too. Whenever you need God, you need to call on him. He'll be there. And the greatest thing about his son, Jesus, that he lived right here on the earth like you and me. Yeah, he had to eat. This morning in Sunday school, we talked about when Jesus turned the water into wine. You know, he got thirsty like you and I get thirsty. He hung out with his friends like you and I hanging out with our friends. But yeah, he wanted to prove that we can live in this world. To overcome the trials that we face. And I want us to believe that today, without a shadow of doubt, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. For what John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. That's his promise to you and I. We believe in him as our Lord and personal Savior. Get to know him for yourself. So you can know him in the trying scenes of life. We're talking today about the Christian experience. The truth makes a difference. And in this passage of scripture today in John chapter 8, I want us to understand that the truth makes a difference. One of the things we heard throughout our lives is that you can't handle the truth. And sometimes on this journey, you somebody will tell you the truth and you really can't handle it. You may not want to hear the truth. Many times people don't want to hear the truth because they know it's going to change how they feel about things. 
Help me, Holy Ghost. Sometimes the reason why people avoid the truth is because it might actually make them have to do something about it. Do something that they may not want to do. Sometimes you can't handle the truth. But we need the power of the truth. Truth is a great word. It, it don't have a long definition. It's just the truth. And some people say the truth is the truth. And when you go to the courthouse, they, put, they ask you to put your hand on the sacred book. and say, do you promise to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? So help you God. That's how we ought to live our lives. Living our lives in the truth. Because the truth can make a difference. It can be the one thing that can turn your whole life around. Many people have I've tried to hide the truth of things that happened back there in their lives. But I want you to know today that if you go back to the truth, look at it, turn it over, and say, yes, that's what happened, then you can move forward in life. Because the truth can make the difference. It can make all the difference in the world. It might be the very reason why you're going through some trials in your life. Because you haven't admitted to the truth. Or maybe you admitted it, but you hadn't really faced the truth. I want you to know today the truth can make the difference. Not just the Bible itself, but whatever the real truth is in your life. Whatever storm of tribulation, whatever burdens you're carrying, whatever thing you're trying to avoid. The truth makes a difference. And in this passage of scripture today, it said the truth can make us free. The first thing I want to understand about the truth is the truth sets you free. Look at John chapter 8 and verse 31. It says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, which is the truth, you are my disciples indeed. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Then, I'm sorry, they answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? See how important the truth is? Now, anybody who knows the story of the Jews know that they had been in bondage. Help me, Holy Ghost. They were taken captive under Nebuchadnezzar. They were in Babylon, somebody. Captive. They couldn't go back to Jerusalem when they wanted to. See, when you're free, you can go wherever you want to go. Whenever you want to go. But when you're bound, you can't do what you want to do. And sin is bondage. The Bible says the wages of sin is, is even death. And people are living in bondage. Don't know why they do what they do. Don't know why they cussed you out. Don't know why they was mad at you. Because they're under the bondage of the power of sin. And I want us to know that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. You can go anywhere, any day, any time and know that I've been made free because of the faith I have in Jesus Christ. I can sit in the middle of all my enemies. Help me, Holy Ghost. And they'll have to leave me alone because I'm free. You ever been bound by somebody? And then they walk in the room and then you have to change your countenance, your face change, your attitude change. Then you're not free. See, the power of the word can set you free. How good it feels when you have reached the freedom. Whenever they walk in, you can walk up to them and say, hey, how you doing? 
And they look at you real strange. Because now you are free. And I want to know the truth sets us free. It gives us a liberty that no chain, no, no keys are, allowed, no, are needed. Because we've been made free. Because we believe. And it says, he said to those who believed in him. Do you believe in Jesus today? And believe in the liberty and the freedom that God has for you. Look at 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1 and beginning at verse 6. It talks about the freedom we have in Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 6 says, If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. See, we need to understand what the power of Christ has done for us. His word has made us free from sin. See, if we say we never sinned, or you know, I was born saved, then you're wrong. Then why would Jesus have to come if we was born saved? I want you to know that everybody is not going to heaven because they was born here on earth. Help me, Holy Ghost. There's some people out there teaching that we are all going to make it to heaven because Jesus died on the cross. But no, you got to have a personal relationship with Christ and know him for yourself. Don't assume that it's because you made it to church today that you're all right. You got to know that Christ has to make you free. You weren't born free. You have to let Christ make you free by believing in him. The truth sets you. In other words, you have to be from one place to another. From, one, from darkness into light. From death unto life. Truth makes a difference. We're talking about the truth sets you free. The second thing in this text today I want to understand is that the truth knows what it can do. Look at John 8 and verse 34. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And the slaves do not abide in the house forever. But a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free... You shall be free indeed. See, you got to know what happened. You got to realize that I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. That's what I want us to understand. The truth knows what it can do. It knows it can take you from being lost to being found. From being blind to now being able to see. From being out, but now being in. The truth knows what it can do. And it says, you said most assuredly, you need to know and know that you know that God has made a difference in your life. So it says, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. See, if you was bound by something, you know when you were set free. Because you're no longer tied. The chains have been falling off. You've been set free. 
You need to know what happened in your life. Like the blind man said, I don't know what happened, but I know that I once was blind, but now I see. You need to know what happened. And the truth knows what it can do. It knows that it can set you free. It knows it can make a change in your life. The truth knows what it can do. So it says, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Verse 35 says, a slave does not abide in the house forever. In other words, it, a slave is bound to certain places. It can't go and do what it wants to do. But when we're free, we can go in and out and find pasture. We can be everywhere God wants us to be. Like the song I said, children, go where I send you. When God sends you, you're free to do whatever he tells you to do. We're talking about the truth knows what it can do. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Look again at 1 John chapter 2. We need to understand and know that truth makes a difference. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 21 says, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father. Either he who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So when we know Christ, we know that he has made a difference in our lives. We're not living on the lies of the world. When we have Christ, we also have the Father. And we know that it makes a difference in our lives. We're not walking in ignorance, walking in the knowledge of the truth, because we know God has done something in our lives. We know he's made a difference. We know the light has been shining on us because of our faith, of the faith that we have in him. So we don't going to walk around denying that Jesus is the son of God. We're not going to walk around denying his eternal word because we know it in our hearts. The truth knows what it can do. We're talking about the Christian experience. Truth. The truth makes a difference. The third thing and the last thing today is the truth will help you do what is right. Look at John 8 and verse 37. John 8 and 37 says, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father. And you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. See, the truth will help you do what's right. See, if you're abiding in the truth, you're not going to walk around trying to hurt somebody. Help me, Lord. You're not going to walk around trying to destroy someone's character. You're not going to walk around trying to, to do whatever you want to do. You're going to try to do God's will. And it shows up. And they say, you know, a tree by the fruit it bears. The same is true of you and me. We have the love of God, the peace of God, the hope of God. All those things live within us. When we have the truth living in our hearts, which is the word of God. But we see that Jesus was saying to these Pharisees that they didn't have the truth in them 
because they were trying, their works were denying the truth. If they had the truth in them, they wouldn't have been trying to kill Jesus. But it was obvious they were trying to kill him. But they claimed Abraham as their father. But Jesus said, if you was Abraham's son, you would be trying to kill me. Now, you know, if you know the story of Abraham, how many times you see Abraham trying to kill people? There weren't too many times when you saw Abraham trying to do that. Anybody who loved, who knew who were of Abraham's seed, they are people who live by faith. Faith in what God has told them to do. We know what Abraham did. Abraham left his father, his mother, his home country, and he went to a land that God was going to show him. He didn't walk around doing things that he wanted to do. He decided to do God's will. That's the work that you and I need to be doing. The work of him who sent us. The one who called us. The one who made us. The truth will help you do what is right. So Jesus was trying to get the, to the, these Pharisees and Sadducees to understand that they, their works let him know what kind of people they were. And that's what lets people know what kind of people you and I are. Are we the children of God? Has the truth made a difference in our lives so that people can see our works and know who we are? The world needs to see us living and doing the works of God. So Jesus told them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who told you the truth. See, many times when someone tells us the truth and we don't like it, help us, Lord. There's no telling what kind of things he has to go through, what kind of stuff they have to suffer because of telling the truth. And the truth is exactly what we need in this world. There's not enough truth in the world today. But when we hear the truth, as my father used to say, that's a sign that God loves you. How bad it would be if someone gave you directions to, to Houston and they started sending you to San Antonio. You spend all that time going up the road to San Antonio. And you realize, you know, how did I get to San Antonio? Because you believe a lie rather than the truth. And how much more as believers we need to tell the truth? So people can make their eternal destination safely. We need to hear the truth and accept the truth. Because the truth will help us do what is right. The third thing and the last thing today is 1 John chapter 3. The truth will help us do what is right. 1 John 3 and 18 says, My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. We're talking about the truth will help us do what is right. That's the power of the truth. It changes things. It changes how we treat one another. It changes how we treat our neighbors and our friends and even our enemies. The power of the truth in our lives. So that one day after this journey is over and we're standing before God, we can stand before him with confidence. Because we have lived by the power of the truth.
So we want to walk in truth today. Verse 23 says, and this is his commandment that we should not. Be, that, I'm sorry, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So whatever God's word says, that's what we need to do. However he wants us to live, that's how we ought to live. Because the truth will help us do what is right. Let us stand together. The Christian experience, the truth, makes a difference.